Back here on AM 1240 KFMO, Sean Malone, Mike Reeves, getting you ready for game four of four. From opening night of the MAAA Conference Tournament, it is the sixth seed West County Bulldogs, your small school champion for the MAAA, taking on the Valley Caledonia Vikings, the 11th seed and the host for the opening rounds. And we'll bring you your starting lineups, brought to you by Shelter Insurance. Proud to be a part of High School Sports, your local shelter insurance agents. We're your shield, we're your shelter. One final time of the night, Mike, bring us the starting five. Bulldogs are the number six seed. Their head coach in his 12th season is Chris LeBriar, 11 and 7 the mark. And as you mentioned, regular season champs at the small school of the MAAA Conference. Ty Harlow in the lineup, a sophomore 5'9", along with Levi Hale, 6'4", and a sophomore. Jackson Campbell's a sophomore, he's 6 feet tall, 6'5", senior Cheston Horton, and Caden Merrill, a senior at 6'1". The Vikings, they're the 11th seed. They are 11-9. and nine. Their head coach is Jacob Bollinger in his first season, and they start sophomores Chase DeClue and Caden Dickey, along with another sophomore in Drew McLean, and seniors Colby Maxwell and Ethan Tippenauer. Again, those are your starting lineups brought to you by Shelter Insurance. David Scott Haggerty at Shelter Mutual Insurance 517 East Main in Park Hills, insuring the Parkland since 1955, and J.J. Vickers Insurance Agency at 63 East School Street in Bonterre. Allow J.J. to help protect your family with life insurance. Opening tip brought to you by John Boyd with Boyd and Associates turning complicated matters into simple concepts. It will be between Levi Hale and Colby Maxwell. Keep an eye on Colby Maxwell. That is a kid that could score from pretty much anywhere on the floor. Tip won by the Valley Caledonia Vikings as Caden Dickey's got it. Opening tip, John Boyd brings it to you with Boyd and Associates. They've been bringing accounting integrity, character, client focus, and dedication to our local community for 20 years. Ethan Tippenauer on perimeter, drives the lane, floats it up with the right hand. It's just short. Levi Hale snatches the rebound out of the air, picks up the dribble, and gets it to Ty Harlow. To the corner for Jackson Campbell. Up top, Merrill. Wing left side, it's Hale. Top of the key, Campbell. And now Ty Harlow will drive. His shot doesn't go, it's blocked. Caden Dickey with the rebound, hesitation. Now he'll attack with the left hand, takes it to the baseline. Shot doesn't go, but he's fouled prior to the shot. So an inbound coming. Caden Dickey, we talk a lot about Kate, Colby Maxwell tonight with the how impressive a player he is for Valley Caledonia. Caden Dickey is an explosive guard. When he gets downhill, he goes from 0 to 60 like a Lamborghini. Dickey with it at the top of the key. There he goes, left lane, stripped of the basketball. It's loose on the baseline, out of bounds off of Horton. Going back to our theme earlier today, too, about the depth of the boys' bracket in the MAAA. Your 11 seed comes in tonight with 11 wins. That's, again, not what you normally see. Three ball from the corner, up and good. Ethan Tiffenauer for three. One minute into our game, it's a 3-0 lead for the Valley Caledonia Vikings. And, Mike, you're right. I mean, we're looking at scores over on the girls' side of the brackets, and maybe not to the same extent, but it's the kind of scores that you get in those 5-12, 6-11 matchups pretty much year in and year out. 58-9, North County beat Kingston in that one. Out-of-town scoreboard check comes your way, courtesy of Mineral Area Overhead Door, but those kinds of deficits are what we come to expect with these matchups. Not so much this year as Caden Merrill lays it in for two. He's the player of the game the last time we saw West County when they beat Valley, Cal Valley Catholic on Thursday as it's tipped out of bounds. It's going to be a West County basketball once again. Those are the kind of deficits that we're used to at this point with some of these yep. wider discrepancy seedings. 
matched up against each other. Yeah, usually, I mean, you can almost bank on it. The first round of the conference tournament is going to have minimum two games in each bracket that are going to be just completely non-competitive. I'm talking 40 and 50 point plus deficits when it's all said and done. And on the boys' side this year, you didn't feel like that was going to happen, and it really hasn't over here today. I mean, the the widest margin was the recent 7-10 matchup with Kingston beating Arcadia Valley by 31. And that's with A.V. without their best players. West County loses it out of bounds in the corner. And Valley of Caledonia will take over up 3-2. I mean, I think fair to say when everyone's healthy, there is no bad team in the MAAA this year. Yeah, there's not. Greg and I used to always talk about the helpless, hapless, hopeless team. Yeah. So there's just no, there's, that, that team doesn't exist, and that's no. great to see. And even with the injuries, you know, Arcadia Valley, I think if they get in a matchup that's maybe more favorable for them, they might not get blown out by such a margin. I don't want to gauge, I don't want to judge Arcadia Valley too much right now because what yeah. we saw tonight was bad. That was a tough performance and a, and a really difficult one. But they still have good players. I wouldn't call them a bad team. Right. They just played a bad game as Horton lays it in and draws the foul. West County out in front by a point, four to three, and Horton to the Complete Vision Care free throw line can add to it. Complete Vision Care, they offer quality eye care, premium eyewear, and a customized visual solution for every patient with locations in Lettington and Festus. Free throw comes off the rim, rebound is grabbed by Colby Maxwell, who's been quiet tonight so far. To Clue, gets it across the timeline to Dickey. He tries to feed it back door. It's punched up into the air by Horton and almost falls through. It's almost the second time this week we've seen that happen. Horton, in fact, was the one who did that on Thursday against Valley Catholic. Merrill pulls the trigger from downtown. It doesn't go. Colby Maxwell's got the rebound. To Dickey. Dickey hands it off to McLean, who will shoot the three. No. Tip out on the rebound to the corner far side. Colby Maxwell tracks it down. It's an offensive rebound for the Valley Caledonia Vikings. They trail by a point, four to three. Just a little shy of midway through our first quarter. Up top for Colby Maxwell to Dickey. Bounce down low. They feed it to Drew McLean. Kick out to Ethan Tiffenauer. He drives. Punched away from behind, but it makes its way to Chase and DeClue. DeClue gets it to Maxwell. Being defended tightly by Jackson Campbell, who's done a nice job on him throughout this game so far. Stop at the free throw line. McLean, jumper, no. And Merrill tracks down the rebound. Levi Hale in transition to Merrill. Feeds Horton, turns around, goes for the jam, but lost the basketball on the way up. Jason DeClue's got the ball. Chase DeClue, an outlet for McLean. Catch and shoot, wing three rims out. Levi Hale with the board. Ty Harlow down the court, an outlet to Horton. Lays it in, and another foul. Horton back to the free throw line. I know a couple of years ago as a sophomore, there were some glimpses that we thought Horton may become a legitimate inside force and put up some really big, gaudy numbers. He never has reached that point, but you can see in these last couple of possessions why he can be an important cog in their machine. Free throw up and good. Yeah, when he's on, he is really a talented player. Sometimes teams will find ways to shut down his game, but all in all, he's still a good player. He blocked a number of shots against Valley Catholic in the last game we saw him on Thursday. Although the scoring numbers weren't there, he only had seven. He still had an impressive game on the defensive end as Lance Monroe checks in along with Carter Reed for West County. Valley Caledonia inbounds it. 
Reverse layup just chucked at the rim by Colby Maxwell. The foul is called, and he hit that somehow. What I like is the awareness to get the ball up on the rim after you feel the contact. The chances you make that are pretty slim, but he made it. Well, especially in this game situation, early in the first third, yes, midway through the first quarter, but that's only the second foul coming against West County. That's the difference between an inbounds and two free throws. Instead, it's an and one that Maxwell converts on. He's got three. That ties him with Ethan Tiffenauer for the team high, and it's a 7-6 to six lead for West County now as they work it down the court. Bounce to the elbow, Lance Monroe. Growls it on perimeter for Ty Harlow as it almost got poked away from him. Jackson Campbell wing three left side, short. And nice job, Chase DeClue boxing out Lance Monroe so he couldn't get the offensive rebound. It goes out of bounds in the baseline, and Valley Caledonia takes over. Long outlet, backdoor feed. Tiffenauer's layup doesn't go. It's KJ Tiffenauer who checks in off the bench. Jackson Campbell drives the basket, crashes into K.J. Tiffenauer, who hits the deck. Shot doesn't go. Rebound grabbed by Valley Caledonia. It's Dickey across the timeline. Works through a screen set by Maxwell. Free throw jumper off the bounce. Kicks out. Tip rebound, and we got a foul. It's going to be K.J. Tiffenauer. Fouls are obvious when the radio guys don't need the official to signal them. Yes. It's like, I saw that. <laughs> he was clearing a little space. Is that a good way to put it? Yeah. Back it up and <laughs> or backing about a trio of yeah. West County Bulldogs out of the way as well as Ronnie French checks in for West County. We've seen him at various points throughout the season. Doesn't get consistent minutes as Monroe attacks the basket. He's stripped of the basketball. And I believe it's going to be K.J. Tiffenauer once again. Uh, th- this one I'm not so sure I like. And, okay, it's right. not on Tiffenauer. So that. I thought the strip of the ball was clean, and KJ's the one that did strip it, but the foul goes elsewhere. It's on Ethan Tiffenauer, but they called it in the act of shooting as they are checking Jackson Campbell for blood. He's got a little scrape on his knee, and they're going to send him to the bench to get cleaned up. Levi Hale will come in to replace him, as will Caden Merrill. No, excuse me, Ronnie French will quickly make his way back to the bench. They're going to make another quick substitution here as Ty Harlow is out, and Bryce Martin checks in. So West County going a little deeper into their bench than usual early in this game. As Monroe's at the free throw line for two. First one up, good. Second attempt coming for the six-foot junior guard off the bench for the West County Bulldogs, Lance Monroe. Ready free throw, up, short. Rebound pulled in by Kellen Lowry. Dickey, met at midcourt by Lance Monroe. Now it's lobbed across the timeline into the corner. Ethan Tiffenauer, catch and shoot three, doesn't go. Tip out on the rebound, a fight for it on the court. Dickey tries to pull it in, he can't. It rolls in front of the bench for the West County Bulldogs. Levi Hale's got it. He rolls, and I think he tumbled out of bounds. And good heads-up move from Keller Lowry, who dove for the basketball, didn't get it initially, slid out of bounds, and kind of made himself flat like a board to avoid touching the basketball because he would have given it to West County then. And I think both coaches love that play because they had players, multiple players, giving it up to try to keep possession for their team. Coach Bollinger is going to love it more than Coach LeBriar because his team came away with it at the end, but I don't think Coach LeBriar is going to be upset with the effort at the end of the day. 
KJ Tiffenauer misses a lay in down low. Outlet to Monroe. He can't handle it on the baseline and loses it out of bounds. Valley Caledonia basketball trailing by two, eight to six, with 2.03 left to go in the first quarter. Turnovers even up at two apiece. Dickey stops on a dime, just shy of midcourt, passes back to Ethan Tiffenauer. Pass across the timeline, tip taken away. Levi Hale with it, pushing in transition. Hale, Euro step, offensive foul at the charge. The defender had his feet planted. Levi Hale knew it. He tried his best to step around him, but even with a six foot four frame, just could not get wide enough of the Valley Caledonia Viking who took the charge. Keller Lowry heads to the bench. Drew McLean back out for the Vikings. Dickey with a bounce to Ethan Tiffenauer. We'll bounce it across the timeline to Cameron Hedrick, who checks in for the first time. No, excuse me, that was Colby Maxwell. Tiffenauer drives, shovels on perimeter for Maxwell, pulls the trigger for three and drains it. Colby Maxwell gives the Valley Caledonia Vikings the lead 9-8, to eight, and we got a foul going against Ethan Tiffenauer. Just a little too aggressive as the on-ball defender against Ty Harlow trying to poke the ball away. That'll be, I have his second, and that is what the big board says as well. Minute 24 to go in the first quarter. It's also the fifth foul against Valley Caledonia. We're still in the first quarter. Inbound to Ty Harlow. He'll bounce it to Merrill. Kick out Monroe on the wing right-hand side. Back to Merrill. Turnaround jumper from the elbow, and Caden Merrill sinks it. He's got four. West County's regained the lead. 10-9, they're out in front. Little more than a minute left to play in the first quarter. McLean hands it off for Dickey. Dickey drives the paint. And we got a blocking foul going on West County. I'm going to guess Monroe, but it may go a different direction. They got it up on Monroe, his first. Inbound to Maxwell to K.J. Tiffenauer, to Drew McLean, and down low. Back out on perimeter. Three ball from the corner. McLean overshoots it, and Monroe tries to track down the rebound, but stepped on the corner, and he'll keep it with the Valley Caledonia Vikings because of that. Vikings have hit two of six from downtown here in the first quarter of this one. West County yet to connect on three tries. Inbound to the corner. Colby Maxwell with room, drains the three. You cannot give Colby Maxwell that kind of space when the basketball's in his hands. 12 to 10, back and forth affair between Valley Caledonia and West County as the Vikings lead and they get the ball back with a rebound from Drew McLean after a corner three rims out. Bounce, tip taken away. Fourth turnover for the Valley Caledonia Vikings. Harlow in transition, layup good in the foul. And one for Ty Harlow. Ties us up at 12 all. He can regain the lead for West County with a free throw coming. There's 14 seconds exactly remaining in the first quarter. The Bulldogs will now be in the bonus the rest of the half after that sixth team foul on the Vikings. Free throw doesn't go. We're tied up at 12 all. Rebound Colby Maxwell. Dickey works it across midcourt. 
to the top of the key. Passes off to the corner. KJ Tiffenauer. Valley Caledonia's got to get a shot up. There's two seconds left. Just thrown at the rim by Chase DeClos. Not a good offensive possession to end the first quarter for the Valley Caledonia Vikings. And through one quarter of play, we are tied up between the sixth seed West County Bulldogs and the 11th seed Valley Caledonia Vikings. 12-12. Back with the second quarter after this on the Parkland Sports Leader AM 1240 KFMO. Are you building a new home? If so, you need to know the importance of making it energy efficient. The only time to insulate your home to the highest standard is while it's being built. This is Lance Seacrest, and at Ozarks Modern Insulation, our goal is to make your energy costs as low as we possibly can. Request a free quote online anytime at ozarkinsulation.com. It's everyday savings when you grocery shop at your locally owned Sable Up Food Stores with locations in Farmington, Park Hills, Bonterre, Potosi, DeSoto, and Perryville. Open seven days a week and everything's always fresh. Your Sable Up Food Stores are proud to be part of the communities they serve and a proud sponsor of high school sports. See Placid Tire Service for the right tire at the right price right now. Placid Tire Service is the area's biggest selection of in-stock tires at the lowest price. While others are searching for tires to order, we'll get you fixed up with a great set of tires and back on the road in no time with our four tires, one-hour guarantee. Plus, we make the purchase easy on your budget with our Placid Tire Service card or no credit needed financing options. For the right tire at the right price right now, the choice is easy. That's Placid Tire Service. West County Bulldogs with the basketball working around the perimeter against the zone defense of the Valley Caledonia Vikings. Ty Harlow takes a three from the corner. It's short, and Valley Caledonia has got the rebounds. DeClue across the timeline will pass it off to Keller Lowry. To KJ Tiffenauer, trying to find someone to feed it to in the corner. A lot of noise coming from the West County cheerleaders around him in that corner as well as we got a foul on Ty Harlow with Chase DeClue attacking the basket. It's tight quarters here at Valley of Caledonia High School. And the West County cheerleaders have set up on this side where the West County bench is right in front of us. And they were making a ton of noise when K.J. Tiffenauer was trying to find someone to feed it to. The officials decide Chaston Horton with a foul. I was kind of with you. I thought Harlow might have been the one with the reach. He's the one that came in yep. crashing from behind. The second free throw up and good. It's the first foul on Horton. It's not like it's really any harm with that foul called that way. As Ty Harlow airballs a three. Or Levi Hale, excuse me. 13 to 12. Valley Caledonia out in front. Kick out. Tiffenauer for three. It's KJ. It doesn't go. It's tipped out of bounds. Three of nine of the Vikings from deep. West County's yet to make a three-point shot. And they've tried six. Quick inbounds. Maxwell up strong with it. Doesn't go. Rebound is grabbed by Caden Merrill. Across the timeline, Harlow. To Merrill to Hale in the corner left-hand side. A couple different players have tried from three for West County. It's not like it's one guy who's putting up all these shots. They've got four different players who have attempted three-point shots. Campbell's one of them. He attacks the basket, lays it in, and draws the blocking foul. That's now the seventh foul on Valley Caledonia. West County's not much better with five, so so much for what we were saying through the first three games of, hey, we haven't seen a lot of fouls called. We've, we've had minimal free throws in the first three games. This one's kind of on pace for a little bit more. You know, a West County game, though, that's got a lot of physicality to it wouldn't be anything new. 
Campbell, complete vision care free throw, up good as he converts on the and one. The second foul on KJ Tiffenauer. And West County showing full court pressure. I, I really like when teams can put somebody like a Chaston Horton up front on that. Takeaway passing angles at 6 5 with the long arms. Maxwell feeds the low block. And it's tipped back out on perimeter. Top of the key. Pass the ball picked up and passed into the corner for McLean. A three ball for Maxwell. Doesn't go. Offensive rebound put back up. That doesn't go either. Another one. It's up good in the foul. Who but? Colby Maxwell. He's got 11. And a chance at one more at the line. couple substitutions for West County prior to this free throw so many so they're actually going to take a timeout actually it was Jacob Bollinger who took the timeout we'll step aside with them it's a 30 second timeout this game tied up at 15 15 with six minutes left to go in the second quarter West County and Valley Caledonia in a battle on the Parkland Sports Leader and 1240 KFMO Culver's could have only started in Wisconsin. Just ask our team member, Sarah. When you order a Culver's Butterburger, you're never just a customer. You're a guest in our home. It's why we cook each Butterburger to order just for you, right down to getting the perfect sear on the beef. That extra care may be a small town thing, but it's big time important to us. Let us serve you with a smile that stretches from our hometown to yours. Welcome to Delicious. Visit your local Culver's on Karsh Boulevard in Farmington. February comes in with hearts all aflutter, but sometimes you feel like your love life's in the gutter. Your car makes weird noises or the heater won't work. When it comes down to it, it's really a jerk. Ashley Sism here from Sam Sism Ford Lincoln, the home of the lifetime warranty. And we want to help you break up with your trade today. Are you feeling stuck in a rut with your current ride? It's time to upgrade to a new set of wheels. Shop us this month. We have plenty of deals. At Sam Sism Ford, we understand that not all love stories have a happy ending. Maybe your credit was bad when you purchased your ride, and now your rate is so high you'd just like to cry. Break up with bad credit and high interest, too. We'll play Cupid with lenders to find the best option for you. Make that trade an X and hook up with a car or truck you'll love for the rest. Find your perfect match this February. Hurry in to Sam Sism Ford Lincoln, the home of the lifetime warranty. Call 431-3177 or check us out online at SismFord.com. Credit requires bank approval. Negative equity may be refinanced. See dealer for offer details. Colby Maxwell converts on the and one, and on the opposite end of the court, Jackson Campbell was fouled attacking the basket. So he's got two free throws at the line. First one up and good. It rattles home. Another attempt coming up for the six-foot sophomore guard for the West County Bulldogs, Jackson Campbell. Righty free throw, up, good. Campbell now three of three from the free throw line. And he's got five points all in the second quarter. Valley Caledonia trapped in the backcourt. They turn it over. Horton throws it down on top of Keller Lowry for two. And that regains the lead for the West County Bulldogs, 17-16. Timeout, Valley Caledonia. They have not looked good against this pressure from the West County Bulldogs as they will talk it over. We'll keep it here. 
Out of town scoreboard check. Take a look at a couple of things. You mentioned it, but we'll put the story to it as far as where it puts people in the bracket. North County's girls did beat Kingston 58-9. to They advanced to play Fredericktown Monday at 530. And that one, the other girls' winner, A.B., a 46-41 win over Bismarck. They get Central Monday at 4 o'clock. Max Men have made it a doubleheader sweep for Mineral Area College. They beat State Fair 69-57. The women had beaten State Fair earlier in the afternoon 72-60. to The scores that we've had from here, Farmington a 53-41 winner over Fredericktown. North County beat Bismarck 61-39. And Kingston a 59-26 winner over Arcadia Valley. All part of your out-of-town scoreboard brought to you by Mineral Area Overhead Door at 1020 Woodlawn Drive in Farmington. Over 40 years of great service for their customers. Outlet down the court. Reeled in Valley Caledonia able to break the midcourt pressure. Colby Maxwell gets it off to DeClue to the corner for Lowry. Top of the key to Clue. Picks up his dribble, think the pass to the post, and passes it off to DeClue. Now to Maxwell on the low block. Kept alive. DeClue with it in the corner. Maxwell turn around, fade away, and he connects. Colby Maxwell is an unbelievable basketball talent. He's got 14 now, and the lead is down to one for West County. 19 to 18. That was a tough, tough shot, Sean. That's not a that's high on the, de- the degree of difficulty. Monroe drives, whistle, foul, and free throws coming for Lance Monroe. He is one of two so far in our contest. Monroe, a six-foot junior guard. First free throw up, good. Well, we thought we were going to see more free throws in this one than we have for some of our pre- previous ones. West County is getting to the free throw line frequently, and they're being pretty successful at their 10th free throw of the night that goes in. They're 7 for 10. And we're still not even midway through the second quarter. And that's the big difference in this game, really, is the free throws. Valley Caledonia has had a handful, but nowhere near as many as West County's had as Campbell steals it in transition. Campbell throws it up. And put back down by Horton off glass. 23-18 your score. And it's thrown off of Campbell, but then deflects off of Maxwell and it's out of bounds. Well, the turnover bug has certainly been the big difference in this second quarter. And you caught it very quickly. West County started to apply some of that full court pressure. And it changed the whole look of the game. For the Vikings, they're having trouble even getting into the half court. Horton, post up, kick out. Campbell, extra pass into the corner. Reed fakes the three, dribbles inside the arc. Shot doesn't go. Rebound grabbed by DeClue. And it's kind of snowballing for West County because they apply that full court pressure after makes, not after misses as we just saw. So it's one of those, it becomes a two for one where, you know, you not only lose in the sense that you allowed points for West County, but now they're going to apply that full court pressure of you and potentially get the ball back. Ethan Tiffenauer dribbles and bounces it back to Maxwell. Maxwell to the logo here at Valley Caledonia High School where he's made quite the career for himself on the basketball court. Floater up. Good. Drew McClain. How do you hit that? That was a high degree of difficulty shot. 
hit by McLean. Well, I can tell you right now, the Vikings would love to have some Olympic-level scoring where you can put degree of difficulty into the process because they've hit back-to-back shots that they've made that should have been worth more than the two that they got if you want to take into account how tough the shots were. You go back to the first quarter, that one for Colby Maxwell. Yeah. On the end one. Catch and shoot three. Reed drills it. The 26-20 lead for West County as they've opened up a bit of breathing room. Outlet, K.J. Tiffenauer off glass. No. Trying to tip the rebound to himself. He can't, but Colby Maxwell can, and he'll lay it in. Maxwell, seven in the quarter after a nine-point first. Pass to the wing for Levi Hale. Up top, Harlow, three, knocks it down. Harlow now with five. 29-22 your score. Maxwell with a pass to DeClue. Gets it across the timeline as it hops to K.J. Tiffenauer. Finds a cutting Drew McLean. His shot doesn't go. Tipped out of bounds off of Levi Hale. It stays with Valley Caledonia. Trailing 29-22 with two and a half to play in the second quarter. Inbound into the corner. Catch and shoot three. Ethan Tiffenauer, no. Rebound pulled in by Lance Monroe. Outlet down the court. Ty Harlow feeds to Merrill who lays it in. We've seen some good ball movement in transition from West County as well, Mike. They've looked really good over these last few minutes. Large part why they've built a nine-point lead, 31-22. Another turnover forced in the full court pressure. That's the seventh, or eighth rather, commit by the Valley Caledonia Vikings. Reed with it to the corner. Harlow, three ball, no. Merrill with the offensive rebound. He gets it up top for Levi Hale with two minutes to play in the second quarter. Reed, same spot as before, same result as before. He's got them all. It's a 34-22 lead opened up by the West County Bulldogs. And a blocking foul is going to go on West County. I think they got... Reed on the reach. Yep. Yep. I'll tell you what. Sean, and and kudos to you. You noted as soon as they went to some of the pressure how much this changed the look. And West County started to feed off that. Not only were they getting turnovers, but they just said they're getting looks and they're hitting shots. And then all of a sudden the three ball starts to go, and they weren't making the three ball. Everything is working for West County over these last few minutes. And, hey, going back to what we said before, most important stretches of basketball, last four minutes before halftime, first four minutes out of the locker room to start the second half. And we've seen it all day here. It's played out all day here. Campbell drives inside the arc, gets it back out to Monroe. It's an 0-for-1 trip to the free throw line. Campbell to the elbow. Monroe turnaround jumper high off the glass, and that one falls through. That one looked like it had no chance when it kicked out at first and yet still made its way through the hoop as we got a jump ball forced by West County as Monroe jumps on top of Dickey. Reed in there as well. And possession arrow favors Valley Caledonia. So they'll hang on to it, but that means now West County's going to start with the basketball out of the locker room. Dickey, a little head fake as he works through a screen set by K.J. Tiffenauer. And now he's stripped of the basketball by Merrill. Outlet down the court. Monroe's got it. Monroe off glass. Everything is working for West County. It's a 38-22 lead for the Bulldogs. One minute to go in the second quarter. Another steal on the full court pressure. Monroe off glass again. Two more. 40-22. 
Ethan Tiffenauer draws the foul as he tries to split a pair of West County Bulldogs. He'll go to the line for a one-and-one. And, man, it has been tough sledding with this full-court pressure for Valley Caledonia. They don't have any answers, Mike. And, and what I, I like about it from a West County perspective, Sean, I like it that they waited a while to go to it because I yeah. think sometimes it's more effective whenever you haven't done it, you haven't done it, and then all of a sudden the opposing team looks up and goes, okay, they're up here in our face again. I think it makes a world of difference. Free throw doesn't go, but McLean pulls in the offensive rebound. He gets it back in the corner, pulls the trigger, doesn't go. Merrill with the board. He gets it for Jackson Campbell. Outlet, Levi Hale attacks baseline up and under off glass. Levi Hale's first two points of the game. We got a whistle, and did Valley Caledonia step over the line on the inbounds? I think it's yes, exactly they what they did. And I think what happens there. Sean, I think you're trying to get inbound so fast to try to beat the pressure. You grab it, and you're just trying to create something, and you never establish. I don't even know if he established himself out of bounds. Things are just falling apart for the Valley Caledonia Vikings in this second quarter. Great description. It's what's happened. I mean, they've put up 10, but they've allowed 30 so far to West County. Zai Harlow through a screen, crosses over, lobs it for Horton, but he can't finish at the rim. Drew McLean with the rebound one second ago. Ethan Tiffenauer just chucks it, and it's short. What a second quarter for the West County Bulldogs. They outscored Valley Caledonia, as I mentioned, 30-10, to and they lead as we head to the locker room, 42-22. to Belgrade State Bank, halftime report, comes your way next on KFMO. You work hard to make sure your family has everything they need. Life insurance from American Family Life Insurance Company can help financially protect your loved ones by replacing a portion of your income if you were to pass away. That means your family will have the help they need to maintain their quality of life and pursue their dreams. Get the peace of mind you deserve by protecting what matters most. American Family Insurance. See Bill Betts on East Main Street in Park Hills or call 573-431-4893. American Family Life Insurance Company, 6000 American Parkway, Madison, Wisconsin. You know Mineral Area Overhead Door has sold and installed garage doors and openers since 1978, but we also have windows, patio covers, screen rooms, and more. Check out our beautiful showroom on Highway 67 in Farmington or visit MineralAreaDoor.com. Need a hinge, cable, remote? Yeah, we've got that. Mineral Area Door has a huge inventory of parts for your convenience. Call 431-6123 or visit our website at MineralAreaDoor.com. Serving you since 1978. Wade's Auto Service is a locally owned and operated full service shop and wants to be your first choice for all your auto repair needs. To schedule an appointment, call 573-664-1302. Wade's Auto Service in Farmington is a proud sponsor of high school sports. Hi folks, John Robinson, Pettis, Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram Supercenter, Farmington, Missouri. It's the Start Something New sales event going on right now. Big rebates, special financing, and inventory is coming back. Jeep Cherokees hasn't been a rebate on that vehicle in over a year. Big rebate right now. Half-ton trucks, we've got special financing, rebates, and discounts. So, come on in and see us. No matter what you're looking for, we've got it or can get it quick. Pettis, Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram Supercenter, Farmington, Missouri. Banking with people like you, Unico Bank. We are happy to support all of the area's athletes and are proud to be a part of high school sports. Banking with people like you, Unico Bank. 
We care and take care of you when it comes to your insurance needs. I'm Chris Morrison, your local State Farm agent in Farmington. Our agency will take the time to sit down with you and develop an insurance plan best suited for you and your family. Learn more online at chrismorrisonagency.com. We're proud to be a part of high school sports. Precious memories left behind bring us joy and peace of mind when we celebrate the lives of those we love. Proud to be a part of high school sports, Cozy Memorial Chapel and Crematorium, 217 West Columbia in Farmington. Welcome to the Belgrade State Bank Halftime Report. Belgrade State Bank is your hometown bank. Hometown pride in Farmington, Deloge, Tosi, Caledonia, or Belgrade. A wise place to do business. Member FDIC. Belgrade State Bank Halftime Report on AM 1240 KFMO. 42-22, West County leads Valley Caledonia at the half of the final game of the night here from Caledonia in the MAAA Conference boys' side of the bracket opening night. It was a huge first half for West County, and particularly a huge second quarter. We'll jump in to some of your team numbers. Let's do individual numbers first. West County led in that opening half by two players with nine points. Lance Monroe off the bench and Chaston Horton score nine after that they get six from Caden Merrill six also from Carter Reed five points each Ty Harlow and Jackson Campbell and they get two from Levi Hale Valley Caledonia's Vikings most of their scoring coming from one player they've got 22 points on the board and they get 19 of those from Colby Maxwell two for Drew McLean and one for Chase DeClue your team numbers in the opening half of this one. Adding them up on the fly as we go along. West County from the field. They would shoot 55% in the opening half. They make 16 of 29, 8 of 30, which is 23% for, make that 26% for Valley Caledonia. Your three-point numbers, 3 of 10 Bulldogs, 3 of 13, 23% Vikings, 7 of 10 at the free throw line for West County. 3 of 6 for Valley. Your rebound numbers favor the Vikings, 18-13. Turnovers, though, Valley Caledonia with 10 turnovers and 4 for West County. Scoring off the bench, 15-0 Bulldogs. West County's led on the glass by 4 rebounds each from Caden Merrill and from Levi Hale. Valley Caledonia, they get 7 boards from Colby Maxwell and 5 from Drew McLean. It's all Bulldogs at the break, leading this one 42-22. We'll take a timeout on the Belgrade State Bank halftime report and when we come back we'll get you scores from earlier today here a couple of girls finals also in the book mac both men and women they are done and missouri's tigers were in action as well a lot to get to on the out-of-town scoreboard brought to you by mineral area overhead door we'll do that after this on the parkland sports leader for more than 115 years belgrade state bank has been neighbors helping neighbors it's how we do business and it's what sets us apart shaping every decision we make from supporting local causes to helping businesses and families succeed our checking and savings accounts mortgages personal and business loans and financial planning help people reach their goals and live their dreams it makes all the difference Belgrade State Bank, a wise place to do business since 1906. Member FDIC. 
Hi, this is Barry Pinnett, General Manager at Chris Offenberg Chevrolet Buick GMC. 2023 is here, and the discounts are the biggest they've been since all this craziness started back in 2019. We have trucks, cars, and SUVs with savings up to $4,577, and we also have financing at only 2.99%. That's the lowest we've been able to offer in months. For great deals with people you can trust, Chris Offenberg Chevrolet Buick GMC in beautiful Farmington, Missouri. 42-22 West County holds the advantage over Valley Caledonia at the intermission of this one. Let's jump into your out-of-town scoreboard. Lots going on across the MAAA tournament landscape and also a lot going on in terms of collegiate basketball. We'll get you to all that as we roll along. Let's start on the college side of things. Missouri takes a loss today at Mississippi State. 63-52, Tigers fall there. Mineral Area College in action tonight, and it was a doubleheader. The men victorious 69-57 over State Fair. Women also beat State Fair 72-60 in that one. From the MAAA Conference Tournament, two girls finals we have. There's probably more than that. They may have all the games in the books, just difficult getting scores today. Bismarck falls to AV 46-41. North County beats Kingston 58-9. Boys games, Farmington a 53-41 winner over Fredericktown. It was North County 61-39. They beat Bismarck. And Kingston a 59-26 winner over Arcadia Valley. That's starting to set the bracket up as we now know that Farmington will meet Central on Monday at 7. It's a boys' side. North County gets Valley Catholic at 8.30 Monday. Kingston will play St. Jen Tuesday at 7. The winner of this one gets Potosi Tuesday at 8.30. The girls' side for the two finals we have, Arcadia... Arcadia Valley will play Central Monday at 4 o'clock, and it'll be North County meeting Fredericktown. That'll be Monday at 5.30. We'll have four games for you on Monday. We'll have four on Tuesday. Take a break from the conference tournament on Wednesday. Come back with the girls' semis Thursday, boys on Friday. Then your third place in championship on Saturday. A very busy week on the upcoming broadcast schedule. We'll get you that first. Brought to you by the Bullpen Sports Grill at 1500 East Main Street in Lettington. They have something for everyone with daily specials, great food, live music. You watch sports on the big screens. Enjoy time with your family and your friends at the bullpen in Lettington. That out-of-town scoreboard check was brought to you by Mineral Area Overhead Door. They install garage doors and awnings and patio covers. They provided over 40 years of great service for their customers. They're located at 1020 Woodlawn Drive. That's just north of Farmington. Website, easy to find, mineralareador.com. We'll head to the second half of this one. All West County in the second quarter, thus in the first half as well, leading it by 20. They're up 42-22 over the homestanding Vikings out of Valley Caledonia. Back with the second half after this on KFMO. This has been the Belgrade State Bank Halftime Report. Belgrade State Bank is your hometown bank. Hometown pride in Farmington, Below, Potosi, Caledonia, or Belgrade. A wise place to do business. Member FDIC. Stay tuned. The second half is next on AM 1240 KFMO. Edward Jones is a proud sponsor of high school sports on KFMO. Call me, financial advisor Allison Douglas-Kennan at 573-431-2220 for all of your investment needs. Edward Jones, making sense of investing, member SIPC. High School Basketball on KFMO is brought to you by Lead Belt Stove and Fireplace and Ozark Modern Insulation in Park Hills. 
Bill Best, American Family Insurance Agent in Park Hills, Dalton Home Improvement in Park Hills, Mineral Area College in Park Hills, and the Bullpen Sports Grill in Lettington. Opening possession out of the locker room. It's West County throwing a lob to a cutting Horton baseline. He didn't get it cleanly, but he stepped on the baseline out of bounds, turned it over. And so Valley Caledonia's got the basketball down by 20. 42-22, your score. And now a foul drawn by Valley Caledonia. They get Levi Hale with the foul. That's his second. Team's first of the second half. Ethan Tiffenauer to Drew McLean. Into the corner for Caden Dickey, who travels and turns it over. In addition to the issues that Valley had tried to put the ball in the basket, they're also having trouble even taking care of it long enough to put the ball on rim. 11th turnover as we've just started the second half. So West County's got it back. And a lot of those turnovers were caused by the full court pressure for West County as Hale puts up a corner three. It doesn't go. Colby Maxwell's got the rebound. That was an unforced error. Jaden Dickey out in the corner just got a little too out of sorts before beginning his dribble. Now Dickey drives, tosses up a weird reverse layup, but draws the foul, and he'll go to the free throw line. Was it me, Mike, or did he kind of toss that up behind his back a little bit? He was I behind the no, backboard and had to go through a weird angle. I don't know how he got through there. Yeah. If that's what he did, so be it. I couldn't really tell for sure, but I had no – I didn't think he had a chance to come out on the other side of that with the ball. At least, you know, maybe a reverse layup, but not reverse in the sense of you throw it up behind your back and get the foul out of it too. Dickey, first one up, second one misses as well. So, you know the old saying, ball don't lie. No points for Dickey nonetheless. But that is the second foul on Horton. Not quite call it foul trouble, but something to monitor as we move forward. If he gets another quick one here in the third. Step back, Harlow. Did they call it a two? No, it missed. Thought that went through the basket. Actually just grazed the bottom of the netting. On the other end, a shot up, doesn't go. Awkward shot from Ethan Tiffenauer, and a rebound for West County. Levi Hale to Merrill, to Harlow. Top of the key, Campbell to Hale once again. Hale dribbles once with the left hand, gets it to Merrill. Merrill calls for Campbell and finds it. To Harlow at the logo. Being challenged by Dickey on perimeter. On a bounce for Campbell. To Merrill, turnaround jumper at the elbow, rims out. And it's Colby Maxwell with another rebound. Caden Dickey up the court, gets it for Ethan Tiffenauer, who can't handle it on the baseline. It's out of bounds there. And West County takes over. Stuck at that same score when this half began. We got 6-12 to go. It's a 42-22 lead for West County as neither side has looked 100% clean throughout the second half so far. Sean, think about this side for Colby Maxwell. He's got 19 points, 10 boards in a game that his team is down by 20. And they've only scored 22, and he has 19. Harlow fires a pass that's tipped out of bounds off of Valley Caledonia. Stays with West County as Monroe and Reed check back into the game. Merrill and Campbell will head to the bench. With the 20-point game. Excuse me, it's Merrill and Hale. 20-point game in hand. Would you allow me one non-basketball-related comment? Yeah. Have you ever accidentally bitten into a gel cap? No. Horrible. <laughs> Three from the corner up, and Carter Reed hits it. Did you just do that? Yes. Ooh. I was just kind of, you know, just there, and then, whew, that's bad. I know why they put gel cap, the gel capping <laughs> around them now. I understand why they put it around them now. <clears throat> I've never done that before. Ooh, that's bad. 
I imagine it's not good. No, that'll be my advice it's for everybody. Like they sell <laughs> them with flavors written yes. on them. Yes, everybody listening right now is like, there's your advice for the night. I don't offer a ton of advice. There it is. <laughs> don't do that. It's actually good advice to go with it as well. That's pretty bad. He tipped out of bounds on the baseline. It will stay with West County. 45-22 your score. 5.27 to go in the third quarter. But when you trail by 20 to start the half and you don't score for the first two and a half minutes, it's a rough go. Inbounds, Horton gets it, lays it in. Especially when you're allowing layups like that down low. I know Horton's a big dude at six foot five. Not much you can do once he gets the ball, but you got to deny that entry feed in the first place as Drew McLean gets fouled. And McLean's gonna, done a good job on the glass. He's got six rebounds. Nobody's really, I mean, we just mentioned it. Nobody scored except. Colby Maxwell, he's got 19 of their 20, or 19 of their 22. McLean's got a chance to change that. He's got two of the other three points that have been scored. Make it three out of the other four as he hits on the first of two tries. Second attempt, up, that doesn't go. Tip rebound, McLean pulls it in. He puts up a shot, looking for the foul, doesn't come this time, and the rebound is grabbed by Monroe after it's blocked by West County. Kick to perimeter, Jackson Campbell to Monroe, pump fake for three, drives, righty floater offline to the right. Maxwell with the board, gets it for Dickey. Dickey, will stutter step as he gets it across the timeline, continues his dribble as he tries to split defenders, he'll drop it off for Maxwell. Maxwell, one dribble, two to Clue. The clue picks up his dribble, feeds the post for McLean. Kick out, Maxwell, deep two, his heels on the arc in the corner, no. Tries to tip the rebound to himself, but it goes out of bounds on the baseline. West County takes over, up 47-23, 4.34 left to go in the third. And Maxwell, to get those 19 points he's got, he's not putting the ball up every time he touches it. No. He's got 11 shot attempts, and he's made seven of his 11 shots. He's just been incredibly efficient throughout this game. I mean, Maxwell's a heck of a player. It's Andrew Starkey-esque sometimes where you just kind of feel like, dude, just take every shot. And that's kind of how this game is developed for Valley of Caledonia as Maxwell pulls in another rebound on an empty corner three for West County. It almost feels like Maxwell gets the ball. It's like, dude, just shoot, please. And you do start to wonder how, how much, especially on a night like this, how much should he just be taking the large majority of the shots? Yeah. But then when I look at it, Sean, let's be honest, He's only taken 11, but this team hasn't been able to squeeze off a ton of shots because of the turnover issues. And there's not been much to happen in this third quarter that's changed any of this storyline we're talking about. Timeout Valley Caledonia. It's a full timeout. We'll step aside with them. 47-23, your score here in the third quarter. It's been all West County on the Parkland Sports Leader, AM 1240, KFMO. Complete Vision Care in Lettington and Festus, proudly serving the Parkland's eye care needs since 1966. We would like to thank you for voting Complete Vision Care as the best eye doctor of the Parkland five years in a row. Complete Vision Care in Lettington and Festus, the ideal choice. Hey guys, Cody Newkirk here, Car Smart of Jackson and Farmington, Missouri. One great website, www.thinkcarsmart.com. That's www.thinkcarsmart.com. Almost 100 vehicles in stock offering makes and models and financing for almost everyone. Shop 24-7 at www.thinkcarsmart.com and pick out your next vehicle. So when you're in the market for a car, think smart, think car smart. Where buying a car isn't rocket science. Ty Harlow 
Feeds a pass to the post. It's tipped, taken away by Valley Caledonia. They trail 47-23, searching for answers offensively for players not named Colby Maxwell. Mostly just searching for a lack of turnovers. But even here in this third quarter, they haven't turned it over a ton, and they've got one point to speak of, and Maxwell didn't have that one. Maxwell fires a three, doesn't go. Reverse layup. Good for DeClue. I don't know how he hit that one. Seen a couple of circus shots throughout this evening. That being one of them. Monroe to Reed. Drops it into the corner in front of us for Jackson Campbell. Back to Reed. Steps into a three. No. Rebound pulled in by Ethan Tiffenauer. Tiffenauer crosses the midcourt stripe. Lobs to the corner for DeClue. DeClue to the low block. McLean post up. Kick out. Tiffenauer. Head fake for three, crosses over right to left. Picks up his dribble and gets it to Dickey. Dickey working against Harlow at the top of the key. Will hand it off on a weave for DeClue, works through a screen. Picks up his dribble at the elbow, hands it off on perimeter for Tiffenauer to Dickey. He drives, fades away from 12 feet out. No, it comes off the rim. Carter Reed with the rebound. He'll outlet to Monroe. Monroe in transition off glass, no. But two free throws coming as Lance Monroe is fouled. He is already three of four from the free throw line. Fouls on Caden Dickey. He picks up his third. Free throw attempt up. Good for Monroe. Three fouls on Dickey. He remains in, in the game as KJ Tiffenauer checks in. As the second free throw attempt up and good for Monroe. There's Drew McLean who made his way to the bench. Dickey gets the inbound. Pass to Tiffenauer to get it across midcourt. And it's poked away, lost out of bounds on the baseline as Bryce Martin into the game for the West County Bulldogs. If someone walked in the gym right now or had just turned on the radio broadcast and you'd hear what we're talking about, you wouldn't believe this thing was really competitive for almost a quarter and a half. Yeah. It was just those final four minutes of the first quarter as Colby Maxwell lays it in. He's got 21. It, West County just pulled that full court pressure out and Valley Caledonia had no answers. I'll tell you what. We haven't seen it yet in the second half from West County either. It's like you said before, sometimes it's more effective when you kind of keep it in your back pocket and pull it out in the middle of a game. Yep, and you may not need it the rest of the way in this one, so have it for later on down the road if you yeah. feel like you got a good matchup. Merrill lays it in down low. Maxwell, and there's that full court pressure from West County. But Valley Caledonia able to beat it, but then they throw it out of bounds in the half court set. Trying to feed Colby Maxwell. It's out of his reach on the baseline. And I'm with you. Why use it at this point? You know, I'm sure you used it at points throughout the year, but why give fresh tape on it to coaches you could be running into as early as next week as Horton lays it in down low. He's got four in the quarter. 13 on the evening. I mean, West County looking like they're going to be winning this one. They'll face Potosi in the quarterfinal rounds to cap off Tuesday evening. And I was looking because I thought I remembered that West County and Potosi had met, and they did. A Potosi win 
So it's again a situation where, you know, why are you showing that extra tape there when you don't really need to? As Dickey can't hit, gets his own miss, draws the foul. Dickey's going to go to the line for two more tries where he's already 0 for 2. Foul is called on Levi Hale, his third. First one up and good, nothing but net for Caden Dickey, sophomore guard for the Valley Caledonia Vikings. Memory not what it used to be. You were, you were yes, on hand for the rotary shootout? Yes. I was going to ask you how much memory you had of that Potosi West County game. It was far closer than the final score dictates, if I remember. As a shot doesn't go, Dickey's got the rebounds. If I remember it correctly off the top of my head, it was pretty back and forth throughout, and Potosi kind of pulled away at the end with some great shooting. I think it could be a pretty good matchup. That's why when I was curious when I saw the brackets come out, I thought that could be a good quarterfinal. There's a lot of quarterfinal matchups that are shaping up that could be pretty good, as that one's laid in by Colby Maxwell for two. Yeah, North County, Valley Caledonia is certainly interesting. That could go either way. West County, Potosi. As I said before, that's one that could almost go either way. It's 53-31 with 30 seconds to play. Ty Harlow drives, puts up a floater. It doesn't go. K.J. Tiffenauer at the rebound with an NBA shot clock remaining. You know, even Kingston St. Jen could be intriguing. Intriguing is a good word. I, I agree. Shot doesn't go. Offensive rebound, Valley Caledonia with 12 to play. Ethan Tiffenauer takes it to the logo. His team trailing 53-31. Six to play. He begins his attack as he crosses over right to left. Now back to the right side. Got to find someone to get it to. He just chucks up a prayer and it doesn't go. Unanswered for Ethan Tiffenauer. And that's not a good way to end the quarter. You want a better look at the basket than that when you get the offensive rebound with 13 seconds to go. Your score through three quarters of play. West County cools off offensively, but the defense is still there standing strong. 53 to 31 as we head to the fourth quarter on KFMO. For more than 115 years, Belgrade State Bank has been neighbors helping neighbors. It's how we do business and it's what sets us apart, shaping every decision we make from supporting local causes to helping businesses and families succeed. Our checking and savings accounts, mortgages, personal and business loans, and financial planning help people reach their goals and live their dreams. It makes all the difference. Belgrade State Bank, a wise place to do business since 1906. Member FDIC. Whether you're in pursuit of a transferable degree or need training to jumpstart a great career, your future starts at Mineral Area College. Max tuition is affordable, substantially less than a university, and we're close to home with locations in Park Hills, Fredericktown, Potosi, and Perryville. Interested in online classes? We offer those, too. We've been creating student success stories since 1922. There's no better time to start yours. Apply online at mineralarea.edu. Hi folks, this is Randy Holsey at Flooring Systems. High school sports teaches many lessons that last a lifetime, and that's why we are proud to be a part of high school athletics in the parkland. Stop by or call 573-760-1461. We're Flooring Systems of Farmington, a name you can stand on. Valley Caledonia travels, turns it over, 16th time they've done that this evening as we begin the fourth quarter with the Vikings trailing the Bulldogs 53-31. Lob to the paint, Horton's got it through traffic, doesn't go, gets his own miss, puts it back up, lays it in on the weak side. Fifty-five thirty-one as it's tipped out of bounds on the sideline. 
Stays with Valley Caledonia as it's off of West County. And Dickey gets the inbound with his heels just shy of the midcourt strike. To Tiffenauer, it's Ethan. To KJ in the corner. Down low, Colby Maxwell, floater, no. I mean, look at the effort there from Maxwell. He put up the floater, it came up short. He looped around two West County Bulldogs full speed to try to get to the rebound. He couldn't do so, but this kid's giving it his all out on the court tonight. I always have a good time whenever I get to watch Colby Maxwell play basketball. He's a heck of a player. Yeah, and it's, it's, it's frustrating a night like this where just nothing else goes right, but yeah. he's individually done about all you could ask. K.J. Tiffenauer's got it. He works down the lane. Reverse layup. No. Rebound. Pulled in by West County, but out of bounds off the Bulldogs. No, I mean, Colby Maxwell's got 23 points. The problem is the next highest score for Valley Caledonia is both Drew McLean and Chase DeClue, who have three each. There's Dickey with a deep two. Doesn't go. Horton skies for the rebound. Horton, meanwhile, he's got 15 to lead West County in scoring. And he has five boards to go with that. Well, that's a big drop off between the high score for the West County Bulldogs compared to Colby Maxwell. Corner three, Reed, no. The problem for Valley Caledonia is the sum of the parts is greater for West County scoring-wise throughout this game than the sum of the parts for Valley Caledonia. Pass down low, Dickey. Tries an extra backdoor feed to Colby Maxwell. It's tipped and stolen away. Outlet. Lance Monroe high off the glass. Doesn't go. Horton's there to clean it up. He's got 17 on the night. Potentially playing his way to some free pizza. 57-31. Six minutes to go in the fourth quarter. Ethan Tiffenauer through a couple screens. Tries to feed it to the post for Drew McLean. Nothing doing there. Outlet down the court. Horton through traffic. No, no foul call either as he took a shot. Dickey gets the rebound as he works up the sideline and draws a foul from Carter Reed. And he can't believe the foul call, I think in part because of what was not called on Horton. I kind of got a feeling that what happened with Horton, because he was hit, and he was hit pretty hard. Yeah. I think you get to the point in the game where as officials, like, okay, it's 57-31, there's 5.46 to go. It's late, it's the last game of the night. This one's been long determined. we just let that go. And then to see... On the very next trip of the floor, you get a foul call. It's like, all right, if you're going to call it, <laughs> now I'll take that one down here too. That other foul call that went against Reed, it was his third. I think that's a proper foul call. He yeah. bumped the guy out of bounds. He only went out of bounds because he was bumped. As Reed steals it away, tries to feed it back to her for Bryce Martin. It's tipped out of bounds. Off of the Valley Caledonia Vikings out on the baseline. It stays with West County as Ronnie French checks in as well. You think Jason Horton's tall. How about 6'6", six six, Ronnie French, who lays it in with the left hand. 59-31, your score. 5'20 left to go in the fourth quarter. West County out in front of Kingston going deeper into their bench. Uh, I think it's also an instance with Horton where it's that typical bias you'll see against bigger players sometimes when they take a shot like that. Meanwhile, if, a, if the roles were reversed, if Horton were to lay a shot on a guard like that, it's getting called 10 out of 10 times. And I think it used to I think it used to be worse than it is now. Yes. But I do agree completely that you've seen there were nights where you'd go to like big state level games and somebody who just happened to be really big, really tall was in foul trouble in the first 2 minutes because they were really big and really tall, not because they were necessarily committing fouls. Colby Maxwell mid-range jumper makes it 59-33. Levi Hale draws the foul on the baseline. 
And silver linings for Valley Caledonia defensively. That's only their second foul they've committed of the second half. It is the third on K.J. Tiffenauer. So they've played clean basketball defensively. And the defense has been better here in the second half so far compared to especially that final stretch of the first half as the first free throw swirls home for Levi Hale. Second attempt, up, good, nothing but net. Two for two trip for Levi Hale. It's a 61-33 contest, five minutes to play, fourth quarter. The clue to Maxwell for three. Kicks out, offensive rebound, McLean. To K.J. Tiffenauer, swung into the corner, Ethan Tiffenauer. He'll drive baseline, Levi Hale seals it off. He puts up the shot nonetheless, goes off the rim. Ronnie French has the rebound knocked away from him by Ethan Tiffenauer. Tiffenauer corrals it on perimeter to K.J. And he'll pass it off for Colby Maxwell being defended by Carter Reed. Maxwell to the corner, four to Clue. Feed into the post, tip taken away. Carter Reed with it. That is the 20th turnover of the night for the Valley Caledonia Vikings. Drive, Bryce Martin, no. Off the rim, the rebound is pulled in by Colby Maxwell. Gets it to Chase DeClue. For Maxwell, rebound number 15. There's Maxwell again from the corner, and he'll knock down that three. Doing everything tonight for the Valley Caledonia Vikings. He's got 28 on the evening of his team's 33 points. Reed, step back three, and he answers. That's his fourth three of the game. Carter Reed's getting more minutes here in the later part of the season comparatively to the beginning of the season, and he's showing he can be a weapon from downtown. That's his fourth three tonight. And he's made those four on six tries. And that was a difficult one, too. That wasn't just your, you got your feet set before the ball gets to you, catch, shoot. Uh, that was a step back three from the wing. Yep, and, and you get shooters. Talked about this forever. Sean, if you can score the basketball, They'll find ways for you to play. I think that's one of the best things you can have coming off the bench, especially in the high school level. A kid who comes off the bench that can shoot. Yep, if you can put the ball in the basket. It's such, I mean, it's not an easy skill at the high school level, especially sometimes. Well, I'm talking beyond just finding ways to score, but particularly from downtown because it's such a unique weapon as there's a feed down low off a steal. Layup from Colby Maxwell. He's fouled. He'll go to the line. You know, I feel like usually when you put a guy in off the bench, it's not, hey, don't really change the game too much for us. Just don't get beat defensively. Do the little things right. But you got, you know, a guy like a Carter Reed who can shoot. Colin McMullen is a corner specialist for the Central Rebels off the bench as Maxwell hits in the first free throw. I mean, those guys, you, it allows you the opportunity in certain situations of, you know what, we need a little more scoring. Let's put this guy in the game. Because even if he's not scoring, his ability to shoot can open up the floor more. Second free throw attempt, good for Maxwell as well. He is 4 of 4 from the free throw line. All right, this tells you when somebody's got a nickname that you remember better than his real name, you'll have to help me here. Although it may, it, it, it predates you sort of, but okay. if you're a fan enough, Detroit Pistons, the microwave. Oh. Um, Johnson? That wasn't the guy with the mask, was no, it? Because, because Hamilton? His, his no. His thing was come off the bench and score. Yeah. And, and, and those kind of guys. And you don't see that in high school very often. And there's a layup made by McLean for two. You don't see that at the high school level because if the, that guy exists, he's usually starting, especially at this level. Some of the city schools, you know, where you've got a ton of kids, fine. You can have a guy like that that comes off the bench because you just don't have the room in the starting five for him to play. Vinny Johnson. Okay. 
I, th- I was predating you some, so I yeah. wasn't being completely fair to you. But that he got the nickname the microwave because he would come in and heat up immediately. Yeah. And it well, it tells you it tells you what the guys if all if all you have to do is put in Pistons microwave yeah. in Google, it one comes the, up with Benny Johnson. One of the best scoring threats locally off the bench I've seen in recent years was, and he eventually became the starter when he became a senior and the players that were above him graduated, Jake Casey. When he mm-hmm. went from Potosi to Central, he was off the bench with the Central Rebels, and he could have started for pretty much any other team in the MAAA. They were just so loaded in the backboard as the free throws don't go for Weston Thompson. It's a 66-39 lead with two and a half left to go in the fourth quarter. West County leading as they feed Ronnie French, and he'll turn and lay it in. French with four here late in the game in the fourth quarter, and it's a 29-point lead, 68-39. Pretty good hands for French in the times I've had a chance to watch him here. Yeah, so he's had minutes here and there depending on the situations and when they've needed him. Hasn't exactly been consistent, but you see the potentials there. You wish he was, you know, maybe had another year or two of eligibility. He's a senior. Kind of worked on his game a little bit more. Especially with the size that he brings. Six foot six. And he's a big six six. Yeah, he is. It's not like he's out there and it's, you know, a skinny six foot six. As that pass poked away. And West County's got it under two to go. Straight on three. Bryce Martin. Air ball out of bounds on the baseline. Valley Caledonia takes over, trailing 68-39. Minute 39 left to go in the fourth quarter. Inbound to Keller Lowry. He'll work it across the timeline. Valley Caledonia's gone deep into their bench as well. Aiden Sims into the game for the first time. Cameron Hedrick back out on the floor. And we got a corner shot. That doesn't go. Sims with the rebound, or excuse me, that's Hedrick. Hedrick works it back to the baseline, draws the foul with a minute 20 to play. Foul is on Ronnie French, his first. So when you get older, you forget how young other people are. How old are you? 30. Okay, yeah, that I really. Turned 31 on Halloween. I really predated yes. you big time with Benny Johnson. My apologies. First free throw goes for Hedrick. Second one up, no good. I'm old, so I assume everybody is. That's just supposed to be the rule. If I'm old, all people are old. (laughs) (laughs) I feel old now at 30. I remember being in my 20s and thinking, man, 30's old. I don't know if I feel as old as I thought 30-year-olds were back then. Yeah, you're but talk- I'm definitely not young. You're talking to the wrong guy. I, I mean, it's young, it's bad enough <laughs> when we're having discussions of backs hurting uh, during breaks. That's the level of old I'm at now. <laughs> Sims, step back, draws the foul with a minute one to play. 68-40, your score. So you have, a, you have a Halloween birthday, correct? Yes. So I my birthday will come two weeks before yours, and for two and a half weeks, I will be twice your age. Okay. So I'll be 60 this year. But obviously so now you get the year. idea. Not every so This is right. the last time you'll be double That's right. First free throw up and good for Sims. Free throws brought to you by Complete Vision Care. They offer quality eye care, premium eyewear, and a customized visual solution for every patient with locations in Lettington and Festus. Second free throw good as well for Sims. Two for two on the trip. 68-42 your score. 
53.3 seconds left to go. It's out of bounds off of Valley Caledonia. West County will inbound. I think the upcoming week for the conference tournament is going to intrigue as part of the storyline. Yes. And there are just some really good matchups that will occur, too. I think especially if you look at the girls' side of the bracket, if that goes chalk, you've got some unbelievable Final Fours that are matching up. I mean, let's say, you know, look ahead as West County will inbound with 50 seconds to play up 68-42. Let's say it does go chalk on the girls' side. Central Fredericktown rematch. I think everyone's going to want to see. Can Fredericktown do the impossible again? As there's a hook shot that's up and good for West County. And the score sits 70 to 42. Kick to the corner. Baseline drive. Hedrick, no. Meanwhile, on the other side, West County Farmington facing off against each other. Two really experienced, experienced teams going at it on the hardwood. I think that could be maybe the most exciting night of the tournament if that does play out that way. I'm sure North County will have something to say about it. And what you would like if it plays out. Yes. There's that. There's always that intrigue of West County Farmington. I don't know why, but it's it's either side of the bracket, boys or girls, a lot of years. It's sometimes really good West County team, but a smaller school. How will they match up against normally a really good Farmington team, but a larger school? Now, Farmington's boys this year don't necessarily fit that description it's been a rough they're, go they're a young team they're yep. rebuilding lane violation ronnie french free throw didn't go anyway for burmester on his second attempt he's 0 for 2 on the free throw line and the score sits 70 42 with 13 seconds to go valley caledonia works it across the timeline three ball no tip out on the rebound it goes out of bounds on the baseline with 4.7 seconds left to go and it's going to be Valley Caledonia basketball. We'll see if they can add to their score at all here in the final little less than five seconds to play. Inbounds to Hedrick. Catch and shoot three. No. Tip, rebound, block it zero. Your final on the final game of the evening, West County with a big second quarter. They cruise to victory after that, 70-42. to 42. They down the Valley Caledonia Vikings. Here on AM 1240 KFMO. We'll take a break. Bill Best, American Family Insurance Post Game Show. Comes your way next on KFMO.